This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's Monday, hour one of Lori and Julia here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, we're streaming live and doing everything entertainment, MyTalk1071.com. We also have our fabulous My Talk app. And uh, the sun is out. The cold weather is going to be back just for tonight, but that's okay. We'll keep you warm in our little fireside chat oh, of yes, gossip and entertainment. Is it going to frost again? Is that what you said? Maybe yeah. one more night. Okay. One more night. One more night to cover the plants and keep All them right. cozy. I've been bringing them in and out of the garage. Yeah, it, that works too. It does, but I have a weekend claim to fame for oh, once. For the hey. first time in weekends. All right. Weekends and weekends. Okay, because we've someone said it's been a lot of them. A lot, because it's a math. lot of the same uh-huh. every weekend. Yes, you know? it is. My weekend claim to fame Tell me. is I finally got to play barbershop. Casey got out the clipper, that mower thing yeah. that, that buzzes yeah. your hair, and he Nail said it. Clipper. I mean, his he hair... His hair was as high as Conway Twitty's. He reminded me he was starting to look straight like up. John Bon Jovi. Oh, it was straight but, uh, up. But straight like up. Like Steve, Steve's hair is doing that too. Yes. And so uh, yesterday the uh, Glam children did a drive-by with cards and waving and jumping and up and down. Oh. It was so, so cute. And uh, the little boy... Uh, he's he's got a hiney basically. Oh, he got a hiney that's growing out because mm-hmm. he's got luscious hair. So Casey inspired. He's like, I know you've wanted to do this. I envisioned, of course, putting a towel around and wetting his hair and like actually cutting it with the cutting scissors. into it, like pretending you were truly, truly a stylist. A stylist. Yeah, uh-huh. and instead he goes, okay, I've said it, I've adjusted it. Um, just start mowing. And I said, Casey, Did yeah. you go all the way from front to back? And he said, don't screw around. No, I went back to front, and then I had to... He did the sideburns. He didn't okay. trust me around his face yes. with the mower. And <laughs> um, and then I had to clean up some wispy things with the scissors. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I said, my God, every time you walk by me, I want to tell you to give me 10 push-ups or 10 burpees. He looks like... He's fresh out of the military. That thing, that hiney. How short is it? Like he left nothing on it? Not, well, not a little higher on the top or anything? A little fade? Like, like duck, like little baby duck. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. It is It is shorn. I love it. <laughs> I he, want you to send me a picture. He looks so much like your dad with his head buzz like oh, that. Oh, because they my kinda, dad was baldy. Yes, and they have the same schnoz. And yep, they do. Anyway, just it was so fun. And then he immediately, I got to get in the shower and get all this hair off me. Mm-hmm. But then I was able, you know, to trim up, you know, do a little back trimming and a little uh, ear trimming. It was just, I've been 
dying to play barbershop. How long did it take you to trim his hair? To cut his hair or to shave it all off? Julia, two minutes. I know it. That's a really quick one. Bill used to love doing the boys. Giving the hiney. Oh, he'd set them in the garage. Because it's like doing a hitch kind of a thing. And the hair just goes. You got to do it even because otherwise you can be off. Yes. You can really be off. Yes. And There's you got to an watch out for the ears. Uh-huh. You, you don't know, want to nick coming them. up the back. And, uh... Holly, does your guy let you cut his hair? Well, I think he wants me to shave the back of his neck at okay. some point. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, otherwise, I'm... Uh-uh. No, no. I don't want to do it. You don't yeah. want to do it? No, too scared. Yeah. Mm-mm. It's not. Just do it. It's I so much fun. I think you should do it. You just pull the hair up and go across or... You know, and the and it's fun to shave the kitchen sink and get yes. the back of the neck because, you know, like if you shaving can... the back of the neck, it's so rewarding on a man to see the before and after. And then you take away the razor, and there's just a big dollop of hair in it, and then you get rid of it, and it's it's just satisfying all the way around. It was <laughs> very satisfying. So, and of course, Whoa. Mother's Day was yesterday. Julia, you, I had a nice mother. Well, first going. On our virtual walk, walk for Race for the Cure, yeah. I went out in the morning and did it. It was freezing. It oh. was so it cold. It was freezing. And then I started to sleep, and I'm like, this stinks. Usually I'm with you, and we can complain, and we can go back and forth, and we would laugh at how many different layers we could really put on yeah. of all the things we've collected over the years that say yeah. Lo- Team LoJ or Race for the Cure. Right. Um. So that was that kind of was hard. And I feel like we... Fifty percent of the time in the seventeen years we've been doing it's that, it's been walk, sunny. Yeah, and then fifty yeah. percent of the time it's been chilly or rainy yes. or overcast yeah. or something like that. But that may have been the coldest. I thought so too, Lori, because it felt like winter. It was so cold, and then my boys came over and they made me lunch, mm. and they made like yellowfin tuna seared oh and this pineapple. It was very Fancy. good. Don't do anything, Mom. Brought me the most beautiful bouquet from Woodland Flowers in Woodbury. I'm impressed. And we watched the movie The Way Back with Ben Affleck. Oh, how was it? it where he's a struggling. Is he a basketball coach? He ends up being going back to his school. Um, it's good. Yeah. It's a slow, it's 85% of Rotten Tomatoes. We both, we thought it ended, but it didn't. You know, we were kind of all in it, but it was a good movie. It's yeah. a good movie. It's a good message. Yeah. All right. And I liked, you know, I was just so happy to have them there. Yeah, I bet you were. Thanks a lot for getting us involved in Money Heist, that TV show on Netflix. Oh, how many, I watched so many episodes this weekend. I'm just getting sick of it. My mom binge watched, I told her about it on Saturday afternoon. She went through the 13 episodes in the very first season I think she's done with them as of last night. Oh, my word. Well, we've watched 12 of the 13 yeah. of the first season. Holly, we took a little a break show. for Dead to Me and a couple other things. But, I mean, that show was crazy. This is on Netflix, right? Yes. Yeah. And it's a Spanish um, series that's dubbed. But you can't really tell too bad. It oh, feels, sometimes, know, sometimes you can. Sometimes you La can. Casa de Papel. It's called The House of Paper in Spanish. It's so, yes. and it's, it's, it's based wild. on... This guy is called the professor, and he had this massive plan to rob a... The Spanish Mint, yep. where they make the money, the yep. euros. Where no one would get hurt. They're not stealing from anybody because they're making more money kind of thing. But just how much planning and all the backstories it's around It's a wild it, story. It is. I'm halfway through the second season. Yeah. I had to take a break and watch Dead to Me too. Yeah, exactly. Anything else? Did you get anything? Did you do, what about you, Holly? Inf- in, any infamous thing that you did this weekend? Oh my gosh, infamous is that yeah. I was lazy and it felt delicious. 
it kind of... Yeah. You know, every once in a while, you just have the day where you order in the pizza. And yeah. You don't yeah. even watch anything new. You don't challenge your brain. You no. just you, yeah. you just vibe. I know. My Kindle Unlimited and Love Stories and Bias Rippers is really, really? T- taking me through the corona. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, serious. I won the guessing game. You know, when you see your mom, sometimes there's a guessing game about what the where the conversation is going. Because my mom has aphasia? Yes. You won the guessing I did. game. I won. It's called charades. Yeah, she says <laughs> She's so much better, though. She called me and she's like, what? Is, first, hi, Lori. You know, and, mm-hmm. you know, but she said, what is the book's oh. name? If you say it's Anna Karana, I'm going to die. It's very famous. Russian. One book. Only one book. So I said, the author only wrote one book. Yes, yes, yes. And then she said, black man. And I said, to kill a mockingbird. <laughs> and then you were right. And that was the book she okay. was trying to think of. That's funny, because on the way to work today, Jules. Yeah. What is the name of the book? Karemi. And I'm like, that is a really hard clue. Is, is it one word or two words? You know, yeah. I'm just filling it in. And um, Russian, Karenina, Anna Karenina, Anna Karenina, Karenina, yeah. and then, but I mean, it was the same type same of thing. thing, and we just laughed. And she goes, "Yay, yeah. you win, you win!" Because <laughs> I could have, I guess, said Tom Sawyer, but Mark Twain has written more than one book. Yeah. Anyway, she was the. Uh, it is. It's, it's the, it's uh, kind the of Jan funny. guessing game. It really is. You know, we went on a walk on Saturday, my mom and I, and um, we took a lot of rests on bus stops, mm-hmm. which was. Just we had such a nice time. And but I saw this sign in the yard and it said, This will get better, this will get better, this will get better, this will get better, this will get better. And I was just in smaller and smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so happy to see that sign. All right, listen, we gotta run. When we come back, oh my gosh, we had so many uh passings away this weekend when we heard Roy Horn died, then we heard Little Richard, and then my brother sends me a text. There's going to be a third one, and uh, there was a third, a fourth, and a fifth. But anyway, we'll be right back with Little Richard. Uh, thank you, Holly. Playing a little Little Richard. He said to call my dad right away. You know, loved Little Richard. He did. Oh yeah, who everybody loved Little Richard. He's an icon. I mean, I was like, okay. I saw Little Richard. He played at the Bayfront Blues Festival in, in 2004 when he was 71 years old on Saturday night. And we were so rocking out, I'm sure. We were so excited. And he was wild, just wild the way he pounded the guitar. I mean, did you guys ever hear the I've piano? Never, did you ever see him? I didn't. I didn't either, but I've seen him perform on television. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And of course, he was, uh, let's see, he was 87, oh. 87 years old. He did not die of the Rona. He died of uh, bone cancer. Yeah. And uh, we've got, I think this is uh, audio from the Today Show about Little Richard. The world is paying tribute to Little Richard. He died over the weekend from bone cancer at the age of 87. His real name was actually Richard Pennyman with hit songs like Tutti Fruity, Good Golly Miss Molly, and a whole lot of shaking going on. The flamboyant piano player from Georgia brought a wailing energy that really helped define a new sound.
for 1950s America. Now music's greatest icons are paying tribute. Sir Paul McCartney tweeting, I owe a lot of what I do to little Richard. Elton John said, without a doubt, musically, vocally, and visually, he was my biggest influence. Uh, and of course, in 1955, when little Richard recorded Tutti Frutti, it was a very body song. And the lyrics were sanitized by a New Orleans songwriter. He went on to sell a million records, you know, the single that really? year. But when his hit was banned by many white-owned radio stations, Pat Boone and Elvis Presley did covers that then topped the charts. Of Little Richard's music. Of, yeah. of Tutti Frutti. And uh, what I did, a couple things I learned that I didn't know about him, because GMA also had something on their Sunday morning. Um uh, a friend of mine sent me a thing, and she said, my 30-year-old daughter is so sad about Little Richard because he sang the iconic theme song for PBS, The Magic School Bus, which a lot of people didn't know that that was Little Richard. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And um, I also, I, I knew that he had become a minister after he beat his $1,000-a-day cocaine habit, but I didn't realize how, that he married so many famous people. No, Cindy Lauper and her husband. Oh, really? He married uh, Demi Moore. Demi Moore Willis. Willis. That's what I saw today. I'm like, wow. Yeah, she she did. Uh, she said he officiated our wedding back in '87. Remember, they got married on the moonlighting. They got married on the sound stage. Yes. So he did that. Also, Tom Petty. He performed their wedding and. Um, uh, just a lot of people. Mick Jagger wrote about him, and just that that he was absolutely everything. And um, when well, he he was inducted in the inaugural class to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1986, it was okay. Little Richard, Buddy Holly, Elvis Presley, Jerry Lee Lewis, Sam. Is that Cook. the first year of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was 1986? Yes. Okay. And uh, he when he was inducted, um, and. Uh, Great gosh almighty put him back in the church for the first time in 15 years. And he called himself the architect of rock and roll. And he influenced, I mean, Prince was influenced by him. I mean, Elvis, the Stones, even Bob Dylan uh, posted something on his social media. And Springsteen still covers Good Golly Miss Molly Mm -hmm. when he's... uh, out on tour in his four-hour performances. Yeah, I think that a uh, little Stevie uh, Stevie Ray Van Zant's mm-hmm. wedding was, was the, officiated that by was the Little very Richard. First wedding that okay. Little Richard ever did, and Springsteen was the best man. Jimi Hendrix played guitar for Little Richard. That's right. He was in his band. Oh my gosh, that's a good deep cut. I liked what Mick Jagger said. He said when he was on tour with Little Richard, he would watch his moves every night. And learn from him how to entertain and involve mm. the audience. And he was always so generous with advice to me. Yeah. Because he, he, he... And he was an original glam rocker. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Or two, if you think about it, because he liked the guy liner. Oh. He wore the high heels. He dressed fancy. He liked a little makeup. He, he loved the hair. He loved the hair. And... Uh, he just, oh yeah, and boy was he a handsome devil when totally. he was younger. And you know, had a real hard time. His dad was not nice to him because he liked men. And of course, this is way back, you know, Pentecost. Pentecostal. I didn't Southern. know little Richard. Well, he was gay, and then he was married. Also, he would say he was that, fluid. Yes, that that is All a right. good term. All right, yeah. he was fluid before people knew that there was fluidity and. Um, yeah, he was he was a wild man. He was absolutely a wild man, but everybody came out of the woodwork um to pay tribute uh to him and 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 Mick Jagger said he got in touch like with his feminine side cuz little Richard was in touch with his feminine side. Right. You know. So well 87 years old. Yeah. And in what um what did someone say, you know, they talked to him a couple weeks ago and he was just kind of saying that he he wouldn't let people, when it came out a couple of years ago, someone wanted to say that he had bone cancer and he didn't want anyone to talk about it or anything. And he just said to a friend a couple of weeks ago, you know, I'm not feeling real great right yeah. now, but didn't want to ever go off on it or anything. I and would hate for people to know, I know. My business like that. I know. So anyway, no one, I, he was just flamboyant. And my friend Jeanette was going to try and see if we'd taken any pictures with him in the background. Oh, sure. But we're both so busy oh, jumping around and me. dancing. I can't and believe. We, we were yelling, shake that arthritic hip, little Richard. That's so <laughs> sexy to hear from someone in the, shake your arthritic hip. But Raise he, that cane. He was, Show me. But he was only 71. Right? So he was he was working it and playing the guitar like a, or the piano like a wild man. Okay, my favorite part of this, though, that you were trying to see if you took any pictures. Lori, you don't take pictures. I know. This is <laughs> so, the problem. Uh-huh. So Jeanette would. I know she would. But we, in, in 2004, of, no way. We don't absolutely have a picture. Absolutely no way. And that's okay. Yeah, no, there might be a picture of us in our chairs or something. But we, we wouldn't have had a cell phone up near the stage or anything. I don't even know if there were cell phone cameras in 2004. I don't think so. Weak at best. Yeah, yeah. the little flip phone mm-hmm. ones. That was that would have been it. All right, listen. Um, so, yeah, little Richard dies. Roy Horn of Siegfried Roy dies. And then we wake up to this morning to Jerry Stiller. We'll be back to remember the very funny Jerry Stiller. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Monday. So we lose a legendary uh, musician, Little Richard. Then, you know, on Friday, some people would say he's a legendary magician, Roy Horn of Siegfried and Roy. I know it. Pretty huge. I mean, because they were like the first big multi, weren't they, Holly? Million dollar act. act In Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, Mm -hmm. huge, huge. And then my brother's like, you know, someone else is good. Somebody big, somebody big. And... Um, so this morning, you know, he, uh, we learned the news that Jerry Stiller from Seinfeld and King of Queen passed away at the age of 92 of natural causes. So I'm so glad the Rona didn't get him. Absolutely. Um, 
But I remember when Casey got in his car accident that left him no longer be able to be a firefighter in a hospital bed for two and a half years, very depressed, uh, addicted to, you know, Vicodin, basically. I mean, it was a dark, dark time. And um, my mom called him up and she said, I'm giving you a prescription. And he said, what? She said, you need to watch King of Queens every day. It's on. It'll be on one year. And it was on at 45. Yep. She said, you need to watch that every day this. so you can laugh. And I mean, really, I sat at my wits end. He was in such a just a dark place. And I'm not saying that everyone this is going to work, but I am telling you, King of Queens remained. I mean, he we still will watch it, but I mean, he watched that show for like a solid seven years. He'd never seen any of them, so it was like it maybe Leah had, Remini, Kevin James, James, and he, Kevin, Jerry. Jerry Stiller was her dad who lived in the basement and just absolutely made him laugh because he was everything. Uh, on that show, his character, and of course, so we've got a little bit. I think this is a from Good Morning America because Ben Stiller. Sometimes people don't realize that Ben Stiller is the son of Jerry Stiller and Anne, Anne O'Meara, but uh, he announced that his father had passed away. We are celebrating the life of beloved actor Jerry Stiller, who passed away overnight. The comedian was one half of the comedy duo Stiller and Mira. His wife, Ann Mira, were married for 60, for more than 60 years. They appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show together 36 times. The veteran actor later became known for making us all laugh at the eccentric father on both The King of Queens and Seinfeld. Mm -hmm. But out of that, a new holiday was born. A Festivus for the rest of us. And at the Festivus dinner, you gather your family around and tell them all the ways they have disappointed you over the past year. And is there a tree? Sounds no, just like everybody's holiday right there. Festivus for the rest of us. His son, Ben Stiller, writing this heartfelt tribute. I'm sad to say that my father, Jerry Stiller, passed away from natural causes. He was a great dad and grandfather and the most dedicated husband to Anne for more than six, for about 62 years. He will be greatly missed. Love you, Dad. Jerry Stiller was 92 years old. And I mean, so mm. one of my favorite shows, King of Queens, he always, mm. he always brought it, always made you laugh. Yeah, so true. And, you know, he told Esquire magazine when he got cast on Seinfeld as Greg, as a, what's his George name? Costanza's George Costanza's dad. dad. Um, on the fourth day of work, he said to Larry David, can I just do this role my way? And Larry's like, yeah. And which was yelling <laughs> yeah, and being yeah, yeah. Uh, how he was. Mm -hmm. And he said, and they were like, because it was only going to be like a one-off part. He mm -hmm. wasn't going to be a reoccurring character. And he told Esquire, my, my manager of many years had just retired. I was 70 years old. Everyone was basically telling me, yeah, you're, you know, you're yeah. done. You had a good run in entertainment, you know, and he's like, yeah, but I don't want to be done. And then this happened and. He was hysterical. hysterical. Remember when um, Kramer wanted to, uh, don't you know someone in a bra factory, yes. the man's mm -hmm. ear? Oh, yeah. Hysterical. <laughs> hysterical. You know. Just to look at him made me laugh. And even oh. when you go back and you see the old photos, he's got the curly hair mm -hmm. and that same mustache that he had forever. And, and, and Anne Mira, and, remember she had, she was like Phoebe's her. friend on all her. my children. I she, love she actually played an Irish cleaning mm -hmm. lady, I swear. But they made it big back in the 50s and 60s, yeah. and they were um, a uh. dynamic duo. She 
they decided they met at a um like a, a casting call, I think, or something. Yes. And she's like five six, he's five four, she's Catholic, he's Jewish, and they decided just to really amp up the stereotypes about both of those yeah, uh, communities. And and, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ed Sullivan, they were on it all the time. And she was so funny. She had such a dry sense of humor. Yeah. And she wrote a book about their love life that came out like in the early two thousands. And yeah, I think I they were just that. really sweet. Really sweet. Yeah. And just he, and did he Holly have a play part in Zoolander? Did, uh yeah, I think he did. Yeah, which I, of course was his son's son. movie. Yeah. That shocked me when I found out Ben Stiller was his son. I remember that. We didn't ben know Stiller that for was years. so hot. Yeah. You know, and he was in some shows I don't even know what. And then that's your dad with the red hair. Right. You know, because <laughs> right. Ben has blue eyes and dark hair. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. wow. Yeah. Um, Hoda told a story that she Hoda Kopke and and I think Jerry Stiller was in the original Hairspray. He was Laurie. He was he was in it. Yeah, and then he came back as um, the shop owner. Yes, I think no Christopher Walken was that, but he was in the second one too. Right, right, right. Um, But she was saying she went to a, a movie and sitting in front of her was Ben Stiller and his wife. And she, he recognized her from TV kind of thing. And mm-hmm. she said, hi, you're Ben Stiller. He said, let me have some of that popcorn. And he kept <laughs> reached into her popcorn and then just kept eating it and eating it and you eating it. mean Jerry it. Stiller? Jerry did. Yeah. To hold on. And she just said he was just so funny. And I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. You know? Anyway, how fun to have such a funny person in your life. Yeah. Leah Remney posted something really just, you know, and everyone that's acted with them just said how fun he was. And that show is, I mean, that's still on 45. King of Queens. Queens. Yeah, it's on. You can watch it every single day. I'm telling you that that show will cheer you up and make you laugh. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, we kind of, there's a reason why Golden Girls is like the number one trending thing on Hulu. Just to make you laugh. It's nostalgic yes. TV and looking back at the world like at an innocent time. It's and comfortable. Comfortable. And there's something about like older people yelling that everything's going to be okay mm-hmm. or giving each other crap. Or I don't know. There's something that was the thing with Jerry, uh, you know, with his character on both King of Queens and, and uh, you know, Seinfeld. Just how brusque he was. So funny. Brusque and funny. Jeez. You know, and then anyway. there were a bunch of other people that died. Well, there's a lot of people that die every week, but there were well, other other you. famous people. Yes, Julia, mm-hmm. uh, Betty Wright passed away. It was a tough R and B weekend yes. because Betty Wright, um, she was a lyricist. She wrote music. Songs. She sang. Oh, she Julia. Did sing too? Oh my god! I thought she wrote the songs. Clean Up Woman is one of her songs. Holly might be able to get that for us. Andre Harrell, who. He started, uh, he was a record executive. He signed Mary J. Blige. She discovered her. And um, maybe Puffy? Maybe Diddy? That might have been the one. But um, Betty Wright, she died of cancer. She was 66. And um, she's, you know, saying gospel with the family, clean up woman, and tonight is the night. And a lot of her songs have been sampled by Beyonce. And- Here's clean up woman. Okay. Right. If you recognize this. Yeah. Love that song. That shows up. That's been sampled. Color Me Bad sampled. Betty Wright. I like that. Yeah, that's a great song. And then, um, uh, you know, the other guy, Andre Harrell, you know, he was a, he was a suit, but he found talent. 
and gave us, you know, Mary yes, J. Blige. Oh, he wow. did. So anyway, he was yeah. a suit, but he found talent. Yeah, so that's three musical icons just uh, in the music era, uh, you know, alone. But anyway, oh. what are you going to do, Julia? What are you going to do? What, what can we You're... say? But Betty Wright was, like, amazing, and she played the guitar, and she was just, you know, she Really, something else. All these people, jeez. And when Roy died, I just... Oh, my gosh. Okay, because I just... We both saw that show. I saw that show the first time I went to Vegas on a stagette weekend, stayed at the Flamingo. I was 25 years the old. Freedom Roy. And my friend's dad was this big wig at 3M, and uh-huh. he got us... Your tickets to the... The the White Tiger Show. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, like really good seats. So good, in fact, we could see the trap doors that oh, yeah. everything was disappearing We were through. in those good seats, too, because I went to it with you. I'm like, wait a second, there's a trap door there, <laughs> and the animals are just, <laughs> I know. Uh, you know, it's a feat of some kind of mechanical nature, but, you know, anyway, we ended Roy up... Roy was never the same since Montecor attacked him. He was never the same. No, so I felt lucky that I saw them. So that would have been in the you know late eighties. I so. saw him in the nineties with you for work. We saw. Yes, it. We, we, went did. Again. we did. We did. Yeah, we went and again. I thought that was. I thought, wow. But like when I saw them when I was twenty five, you know, we were picking who has Siegfried and who gets Roy. Oh yeah, you know, when we was, went, they were just hand. They were they so were hot. So, yeah, they were. So they were so handsome. hot because when they started in Vegas, they might have been in their late thirties, early forties, and they were tan and. Had porn star stashes and tight wore pants. tight tight out. It was everything we liked in the eighties. Oh, they had the look. They had they the look. They, they were did. very very hot, and that was our main interest. And our limo driver drove us to, to their house, right. and we went down to the, the alley. No, there wasn't oh, an but you alley went to look for the tigers. Yes, and we were at a side door, and a guy <laughs> came out at like two in the morning, and there were like eight of us, and we had various levels of clothing on and pie eyed and we could hear the lions roaring and he was taking out the garbage and we we first can any can you sneak any of us in you oh, know are they, do, do those guys party yep. and you know we we're doing all that and then he just like basically told us how the animals lived in the middle the which house? ones were there because they had two places the animals lived in the middle and um and th- that they had like two living things on either end, and that the whole house was the whole Vegas block. It went I remember all the way. This so wow. vividly. It was. It was really. We felt like really, you know, crushed that we weren't able to get into their house, but yet happy that we had a limo driver. Who knew where to take yeah, us? Gave us those great and we details. heard the lion, and we talked to the you know the maintenance guy who was bringing out the garbage at two in the morning. Okay, because they would have just been getting home from their Vegas thing. You know, mm-hmm. their, their show was like two a ten sh- o'clock yep. show. They did two shows mm-hmm. a night. Anyway, memory. I guess that's why they call it a famed illusionist. But that very first time, we were so close, we could see the trap doors. It's like seeing it someone get sawed in half and you see it all happening. Yeah, it was better to be way back yes. up because it really was a good illusion. You know? Right, and then you're like, oh. oh, man. We probably some, you know, just it was exciting. Very. Very. All right, very listen. Very exciting. Uh, when we come back, uh, we have our first magazine that was made in the creative world during a lockdown. Kind of surprising. The one thing I'd been putting off for like weeks. 
was going over my magazine subscriptions and renewing to get the actual real magazines. Because every once in a while I think, oh, you know, and they kind of stack up. But then I think I do like to sit down with an actual magazine. And do you, Holly? Yeah. You still do? I. I don't know. Especially like when like this time of year when it's going to be summer and no. then having an actual copy hanging out. Yes, and and like tearing I, out I rem- pages. Tearing out pages. I want these shoes. I like this dress. or this would be a good article this, or I'd like to mail that. this to yes. somebody and yes. all yes. of that kind of stuff. So I had been putting it off because I did that right away. You did? I did. You renewed your subscriptions? I renewed some and canceled some, and I bought MSP Magazine because I wanted to support local more. Yeah, okay. So I did some more local things. So, mm-hmm. you know, I renewed Bazaar, I renewed Vanity Fair, mm-hmm. I renewed People, I renewed you The renew Week. You renewed People? You I did, did I did. I okay. renewed The Week. I love The Week. Which is the most expensive one. It's $150 for a year. But it's so great. It's such a great... It, it compiles Do everything. you know The Week, Holly? You know, I don't. It's I great. suppose it would be like a news subscribing service that yes. we do, but Casey really likes reading it. And when we have taken vacation, I always take a couple of yep. those along for bathroom reading that he mm-hmm. might want to do. And, you know, wherever we're staying, but right. the week, it's a compendium of Everything. all the newspapers around the world, magazines, yep. and it does it by category. It's really a great, but it's expensive. It's so expensive. But I was just like, I want all these. I thought of that one as like a scattershot support system. That you're supporting everybody. Yeah, kind yep. of. But I, I did I didn't, you know, I didn't get Vogue. I got rid of Vogue years I ago. I got rid of Vogue. I was just getting years Vogue ago. And GQ I got rid of. Okay. But I just kept everything. So but I had been put off the renewing for whatever mm-hmm. reason. I don't know. I think it's confusing how often they send you them when you're a um, magazine subscriber. I've already got them for like next year. Yeah. It's like, it seems like they could tighten up that and not spend, spend so, so much, much money on, on mailing on mailing or postage or yes. I don't know, whatever. But anyway, we got They're our, listening. So we'll give them advice. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. be sure and give them advice. <laughs> but it really is maddening, though, that I get blocked out on Vanity Fair sometimes online because I don't know what my code if is. If you just bring in your subscription, Lori, I can help you. All right. That's all you need to do is just bring it in. All right. It takes one second. You get blacked out because you're lazy. <laughs> Julia, no. I don't want to put the code in. No, Vanity Fair has not. It, 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 okay. It's gotten a little bit better, some of the stories, but it has. I, I was unfairly saying it was the editor's fault that some of the quality wasn't there. Well, the quality isn't there because they probably cut writer's budget. Well, right. That's one of the big things that's been happening in publishing since this whole thing went down yeah. is that that was an area because the ad revenue isn't there for so right, many places. Right, right. So I'm like, I can't be mad at the editor about that because that is just well, something. Well, you hated, remember when they first changed and Graydon Carter was gone in their first wrote cover? such a good letter from the editor. That was sort of his... He probably had that job for a long time because of that. But he also was the editor of that magazine when the Vanity Fair holiday party a couple times a year that it meant something. It was a, he was the perfect guy, I guess, for the late 80s or early or the night, whatever his reign, 20 year reign. He was the perfect person. But you remember, and Holly, I feel like you were. She did too. You remember when the first cover was done in brown? 
Don't the first you? cover? It wasn't oh. the first cover, was but like it, the it was the one? February issue, and <laughs> the, it was the I Know <laughs> issue. I know what you're talking about, yeah. And it and was all like brown. It was all brown. It was a blah, and it was just like, February is already blah. You know? Jay, it was the Oscars issue, issue, which you want some glamour yes, in it. and we want glamour, and it was such a missed opportunity, and it really rocked People my faith. People agreed with you. I remember. It rocked that. my faith, and I knew she was going to get lose newsstand sales. And laughed so hard. And all that is tied to well. The, we have our. This is all a convoluted way to say that we have our first magazine that was created in the lockdown world, and that is the Vogue June July issue. Because okay. all of the May issues, anything you've gotten up until May, unless Marty it was like a weekly, that was in the works. The yeah. photography was done pre lockdown. Everything. So, I guess. I gotta give props, old Anna Wintour. She might be mean as hell and as you know, as icy as an ice rink on a or a bad road or something. But she is icy. <laughs> you know, Anna. She's as icy as an ice, ice rink. rink. <laughs> well, she is. You know, she's just a cold woman. She's, yes. You know, I mean, we saw her walk by. She looks like a piece of paper. She's so thin and so determined. Like she has five million other things better to do than to even acknowledge. We, yes, we we saw Anna Wintour go by, and five minutes later we saw the Reverend L. Sharpton. Yes, after did. he'd lost the weight, and he was not as skinny as Anna. But we Pretty. yelled at the Rev, but we did not yell at Anna because it took us. Because we, I go, Julia, we can't. She won't even look at us. It'll be too much. Our feelings will be hurt. It'll just melt. Yeah, at least the Rev. Yeah, girls, hi. I mean, he yelled back at us. We knew we would not get that from. Anyway, they've got just a rose on the cover. Mm-hmm. And it says our common thread. And I really like what Anna did. It was oddly comforting. They just basically got uh, all these different artists, photographers, designers, graphic artists, and musicians, uh, just what they're doing at home or in their backyard or taking photos of their kids or knitting or making collages at a Lizzo. She's got crystals and her flute and they just kind of had everyone. They had someone from Rome, a, photog- right. a photographer from Rome and she had, they're just all seeing what they're doing. And it was oddly comforting because a lot of it is the what same we're as all we're doing. doing cooking, staying home, trying to be connected with family, trying to re assure each other trying to calm down trying to do zen things yep in all and so i like way to go vogue all right they kind of blazed a trail here and it was really a good one this is why why anna see she pulls i guess some this kind of magic magic i can only imagine how horrible those zoom meetings were though I bet those people just are excited. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you, you know whoever was in charge of getting each person? Because they weren't going to break any quarantines or whatever. And they're talking about a common thread, the thing that they're mm-hmm. raising for designers. Yep. And yeah, I it, it may. I'm going to buy the newsstand issue, Julia. I'm impressed. Of Vogue's June July to support that effort, and I it's a. What I saw is comforting. Good. That's what we want in a magazine Mm -hmm. sometimes or a newspaper. All right, there you go. We'll be back. 
This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.